from yep. bed. Uh, had a little bit Hi. of a holler off screen, called you Nicholas, and you was going to roll with it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Saint Nick. It's Saint Nick. Santa Claus. <laughs> Only in December, though. <laughs> That's, that explains the beard. It's growing for, yeah, yeah. for December. Yep. <laughs> um, so thank you for coming on today, man, and taking the time to talk to me. I uh, oh, really appreciate it. Also appreciate the uh, artwork you recently sent to me um, with... Cool. Eddie Bravo, Joe Rogan, Donald Trump, and Vladimir Putin, and myself, obviously. Um, yep. Really appreciate that. If people haven't seen it, it's on my Instagram, so they can go check it out, which they'll have a link uh, to your Instagram page as well, where they can see cool. all kinds of crazy artwork, uh, humorous stuff. Yeah, wild and weird. <laughs> so for those that don't know, obviously, about yourself, um, the floor is yours. Introduce yourself and uh, what you do. Okay, uh, I'm Nathan, and... I'm John from The Mind on all social media stuff, Facebook. Most of my stuff is on Instagram. Um, and I just basically do podcast art and hu humorous topical art, really, um, and try and just make – I'm just try I'm trying to make a living out of it. That's what I'm trying to do. But everyone's a struggling artist, it seems, on Instagram. Um, but I've not been doing it that long. I've only been doing it three months. Um, and for me and my goals, I've, I've had a few, um, things happen that have been really good. Like I've been noticed by a few people that I never thought that I would have been noticed by and it's made me want to do more art and push myself forward more. So that's basically what I do. Um, so it's, it. <laughs> it's hard though, because it's, no, it's hard because I've only been doing this three months. So it's, it's like. It's hard to even say oh, I'm an artist, really, because when you do something else for so long and then you change. How how long do I have to have been doing it till I'm like, yes, I'm Casa, you know, like I don't know what the cutoff is, um, no, but I no. feel like I'm I am an artist and I've, I've done work for plenty of places. I've worked with some brands. I've I've got T-shirts and stuff that's out and and products and a few things in the pipeline that are quite big. So. I'm doing it. I'm I'm grinding. Yeah, no, man. I think uh, from day one, like when you you pick up the pencil or the fingers, whatever you're using to uh, to design those art pieces with, um, from from then, you know, you, you, I think you can classify yourself as an artist. The same as I think with any industry, um, as long as you've got, in, in the sense of uh, say fitness, for example, as long as you've got a qualification um, in that industry, you can then classify yourself as that thing. Obviously, with art, it's a little bit different. Um, I think you've either got it or you haven't. So, for example, me learning to draw, trying to draw, I'm absolutely fucking donkey. Like stick men. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see the art that you're going to do for this episode because you, you're going to do a piece, aren't you, for this episode? So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'll be I'll be drawing from some of my inspirations. So uh, if it looks similar to oh, yours. Yeah, okay. You know, you know, you, you've inspired me. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I think for yourself, you know, don't don't be too hard on on when you can call yourself an artist. Um, and obviously, you got uh, your artwork was used on the Fighter and the Kids Instagram, which is run by Brendan. I can't never pronounce his surname. It's it's run. I think it's run by his brother, um, which is Jay. Oh, okay. Shop. I'm gonna say Shab. I'm gonna go for Shab, um, but some people say Shab. But um, yeah, they, they've they've shared quite a lot of my stuff. Like at one point, it was like every 
every 10 posts, there was maybe half of them were mine, which is good. Mm. Um, but I don't officially do their artwork or anything like that. It's just that that's what I was listening to. So that's what would inspire me to draw. So then I just draw stuff like that. And it just so happened that they enjoyed it and decided to share, which has been good for me to go from having no followers to three months later having like 2,500. So that, that's that been good for me. I feel like I've accomplished something there, even if it's small. Mm. Um, no, I get what and you mean. And other podcasts as well have, have shared my stuff. Um, but there's none that I officially do it for yet. No, fingers yeah. crossed you can get... Uh, get I've got a few things in the pipeline. I've got a few things in the pipeline, but just stuff that I can't really talk about yet, but things that I've got going. You don't you don't want to jinx it either. Like, um, yeah, like I've done. I put up um, on my story that I was going to have uh, Michelle Watson on from She Fought on the UFC oh, yes. 230. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I was, I've been... Yeah been in talk with uh, her husband through email okay and uh meant to happen this week and emailed on monday oh so uh just wondering like what day he was looking at roughly so i can make sure i'm i'm free for the time um no reply <laughs> so i'm like great so i send the, i send the dreaded question mark you know like hello kind of thing no reply yeah because you never know you never know what what to say after that because you don't want to come off as being needy or anything like that yeah. but at the same time you're a human too, and you want to be like, well, no, I, I should be able to speak to them. <laughs> yeah, it's not even that. It's it's uh, professional courtesy for me. It's like if you don't want to do it, just yeah. come around and say. Like, I mean, maybe maybe they're on holiday or they're taking break. You know, maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh, and maybe she's got six hundred and three thousand followers on Instagram, and her emails linked to that. Yeah, so maybe she's got a lot of emails as well. Um, I think it might be something like that. I get that a lot where I've. I'll DM someone or they've even sometimes they've DM me and I'll, I'll DM them back and I just won't get a reply for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. And it's literally just because of volume, isn't it? Um, bit of a shame though, obviously, because yeah. I just, I want to want to make it happen and who knows, maybe I'll get an email in the next five minutes, but at the, so, same yeah. time, <laughs> at the same time, I Fingers put it crossed. out there, put it out there to my followers. Like this is going to be happening. I'm buzzing. Like it's all I've been talking about to my oh, friends no. and, uh, now I just look like a, a liar. <laughs> I might just start putting. Got, I'm gonna have you've got, Joe Rogan. You've got the screenshots, though. You've got yeah, the screenshots. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. I have got the screenshots. So I have got some. Well, did you um, did you see? I don't know if you're following them as well, but our, the last podcast that I was on, uh, where I belong podcast, mm. he'd um, messaged uh, John Wayne Parr over Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And actually got a reply back, being like, nah. <laughs> so, but the way he'd done it was like totally like joking. It was like quite sarcastic, but it was like, you need to come on my podcast because, you know, it's going to help you. Kind of, he was like trying to be joking and thing. And he, and he was saying to me that he's still getting hate messages off some of his fans and stuff like that. Fucking <laughs> oh, hell. It's strange. But, I mean, sometimes you've got to shoot your shot, haven't you? You've got to try. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to. Uh contact him as well actually surprisingly which is uh which is weird you mentioned it um i've sent him a couple of instagram messages and stuff but you should you should look at what the way he structured his message and just do it in your way but in that structure it, i think it just annoyed him so that's why you got the reply but i don't know but it was it was funny it was funny doesn't seem like a guy i want to piss off too much to be honest <laughs> <laughs> well over the internet he can't kick you through the internet 
I don't think so. Not yet. True. But I'm sure yes. he's got money. He's he's got money. He could travel oh, yeah. to me, find out where where I live. He's just like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Turns up at my house. I'm like, hello. Kick. One kick, just half half of your house just falls down. Would you like to come in for a podcast, sir? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. Obviously, um, marketing and Instagrams. You know, you need a little bit of luck. I was lucky with one of my episodes um joe rogan retweeted it um and i was really happy about that i had mick west on from the joe rogan podcast and yeah he de- he debated someone one. yeah um he debated someone from the 9-11 architects and engineers thing and i kind of just uh, sat in the middle um and listened okay and, and, and mediated learned. yeah yeah that's the word i was looking for and uh yeah mick west put it up and then joe rogan retweeted it and i got like five thousand youtube views and subs creeped up and it's got like 400 comments on still getting comments on it now and i'm just like that's good joe yeah. rogan noticed me the main man <laughs> the main man of the podcast world fucking not noticed me directly but retweeted my podcast episode which probably means that he's checked it out or something because i doubt he's yeah retweet at least yeah garbage you know what i mean so uh, <laughs> he know he knows who I am, you know. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he's watching out for you, really, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I've I've contacted his agent like uh, three times to try and get him on, but obviously he's just super busy, apparently. Yeah. Must be all that. Cannabis. I've not seen him do many other podcasts. Yeah, to be no, fair, other people on his usually. Um, yeah. Then I mean, I think he's done Ben Shapiro's one and the Rubin Report. I think that's right yeah that's about it from from what i know so maybe he's just too busy it could be i mean he's got his pick of the lot really he can have anyone on he wants so lucky, lucky motherfucker i say yeah well that's the aim for you isn't it really that's what you want it that's where you want to be yeah yeah i mean for me i have done a set obviously i'd love it but for me it's just baby steps you know like i'm i'm mainly podcasting just due to just uh enjoyment really you know i just enjoy connecting with people so i think that's why i do it i mean i haven't podcasted in about a month now so i thought yeah because i haven't had the incentive to do it i haven't really wanted to yeah you know like no one's really caught my eye on who i want to chat with and then you came along and i was like fuck it let's make <laughs> it happen let's, yeah. let's get it going um <laughs> so canada have uh recently as of yesterday or midnight, um, legalized mm. cannabis. Uh, what's your, yes, what's your yes. take on that? So I've got a weird relationship with stuff like that because, um, well, actually, for from us, for us, for a UK perspective, it's a little bit different. I don't know how was it for you when when you were growing up. What did you think of like did, was the cannabis in your school? Was the did you use it when you were younger? Like. It's different over here, I find, than it is over there. Completely different. No, so, no. Um, um, go on. Sorry, I keep. No, so I was just wondering that you. I was just wondering what you, whether you had the same view as I did, or whether it's just upbringing, or maybe I don't know. Um, I mean, for me, like I've been around it from a young age due to having like an older brother. Um, I've yeah. smoked a joint myself or whatever. Like. And I don't personally think it's that bad. Like, I don't think... I think... I can't remember what we class it as now, but there's 
so much about it that's undiscovered um and i think we're as a country too dismissive of that yeah um but for me like i, I have no issue with it i think good for canada like uh-huh. you know it's it's a great thing and when i was younger i've never despised it i've never been like oh, look at that scumbag doing it um <laughs> yeah time and a place obviously like uh funny today actually there's a woman that walked by me she's got a little uh, four-year-old daughter with her and she's smoking a joint i'm kind of a bit like it's not not really ideal you know you've got your fucking kid with you like no. what are you doing yeah so there is that negative but that's side only from a legal standpoint though isn't it, it and mm. it's that that's what is impressed on us from when we grow up it's like that's illegal that's a drug like whereas drink cigarettes yes they're impressed that they're bad but then it's almost as if oh they're bad up until you're 18 and then you can yeah. have it it's like well and no one waits no one waits until they're 18 really no so <laughs> only, it, only christians <laughs> yeah well yeah or anchor <laughs> yeah well he no drink no drink um, <laughs> um but um yeah so i the the way i saw it in school was like when i was really young so like just into secondary school i don't think i'd ever had any contact with it whatsoever or even really knew what it was and then once you get to secondary school every all the other schools go like all the other areas from where i'm from went to those schools so you're mixing with people that you'd never mixed before um and that was when i first got introduced to it and then obviously partook because you know you're young you, you try things um and i never th- saw it or felt like it was a negative thing although i knew people that had negative experiences with it um and but it was never my um thing of choice i wouldn't i would it was more I, I was more like into alcohol and uh going out drinking and stuff like that so um and then as you grow older you either i, I, I always find you either you split off there's the people that like to do weed and stuff like that. And then there's the people that like to go out and drink. Um, and I only got back into stuff like that. Um, being a bit older, um, having a health condition where I was in, where I am in chronic pain, the best way, one of the best ways to, to relieve it and manage that pain is weed or what I use now is CBD oil. So I don't actually use weed itself because it's it's illegal. So I don't want to um, risk any sort of bad consequences from even trying to get it. I know people that do, that, yeah. that use it for pain, but I just prefer not to risk at all. Um, Can you imagine but if CBD you, oil really right works. Now you just had not not knock on your door. Police! Get on the floor! <laughs> This guy's got cannabis. <laughs> He's smoking weed. I just give the, I just give them the little dr- the little dropper bottle that I've got of oil and be like, there you go, bye. <laughs> uh, Sorry, um, and then I'd go, well, then I'd go back into the room that I'd hot boxed, um, and just hopefully just chill out a little bit. Um, but um, I, f- I find CBD oil works, but I would prefer it weed to be legal in the UK especially for medicinal purposes and i'm glad that canada um, have, have done that and I, i'm hoping that that'll move us more towards that but i and i don't ever see any traction for it 
politically ever. So I don't know whether I don't know if you've ever seen anyone that's that's pro in the political spectrum in in Britain. No. Um, apart from people that don't have that much power or influence. Um, so I, I, I hope it happens over here. But I mean, I always just think it's funny the the juxtaposition between people that smoke and drink having an issue with someone smoking weed or or eating weed or you know it's like it's a bit hypocritical because i'm pretty sure if you were to look at the statistics on it alcohol's a lot worse a lot a lot worse for you um and cigarettes i don't see any positive benefit to cigarettes whatsoever unless you know you you're playing metal gear solid one and it steadies your aim i think just slightly um but um (laughs) but there's no there's no positive benefits that so why would you want to do it whereas um with um cannabis there there is positive things that can come from it yeah so no i mean I, I, i hope that we go that way i agree because obviously we had that recent case where um the home secretary that kid he was having seizures and yeah. they allowed the cannabis to come from Canada, because that's where she was bringing it from, um, for her son to, it pretty much nullified his uh, his, seizure, uh, his seizures, so he doesn't have them anymore. And obviously when they stopped him getting that medicine for a period of time, he was back on to, to having seizures and having fits. So there's definitely um, massive, massive medicinal purposes. Um, stuff that you'll hear on like conspiracy pages or whatever um, with like, Prevent, uh, preventing cancer, curing cancer, and so forth. Um, and, you know, I think if we could push it into the mainstream, you'd have science to back those things. And uh, Yeah, we could... we'd be able to test it. We'd be yeah. able to, to get the relative things that we need. That's it. I mean, for, like, your uh, chronic pain, it's like, well, if cannabis was legalised, they could take the strain from the cannabis that's used for the pain and enhance it and sell it in a tablet to you. Do you know what I mean? And then you're not having yeah. to consume CBD oil or smoke a joint to relax. You're taking a tablet twice a day and you're, you're fucking fine. Like that's exactly. the benefits of, of science. And um, I mean, with alcohol, like tell me one person that you know of, because I can't think of anyone that smoked two joints and gone and beaten the shit out of someone down the road. Do you know what I mean? exactly exactly it's just completely different effects to the human body and i get it like everyone reacts differently to things so i mean i'm pretty sure there's people that eat lettuce and they don't have a nice reaction to it but it's a small percentage so it's i would say it's the same with um, and it's probably a, a very crap parallel to use lettuce but um they're both leaves um but um but with cannabis there's obviously there's a, there'll be a small percentage that that just that it doesn't react well with and that usually is the louder voice when it comes to um talking about it in the in the, in the public eye and, and getting it made legal or maybe getting it made so that we can test it to see if there is any problems with it or yeah because they say thing. it can cause um some mental health issues with like um i don't know so, like psychological issues and yeah i think, I think um, there's links there's links yeah. But I think it's like, uh, with like anything, you know, you abuse something, it's going to have a fucking, you know, if you go to the gym too much, like you're well, going to end al- up with joint alcohol. injury. Again, alcohol. Yeah. If, you, if you're a depressive person, if you have that um, propensity for depression, 
if you're drinking alcohol, that will make it worse. That will exacerbate it. The more alcohol you drink, the more it will exacerbate it. So therefore, people like that shouldn't drink. Mm. Exactly. So it's the same with same with cannabis. If if you're if uh, it's given you negative effects, if you could, if you smoke or or what whichever way you, you choose to take it, and then you have a bad experience with it, don't have it anymore. It. <laughs> it doesn't mean that all the other people that that enjoy it or get benefits from it can't have it i just think that's a silly way to do it it's not logical no i mean um with cigarettes obviously uh in the sense of benefits and that i guess it's the psychological aspect of people saying like it it relieves their stress or um there's people mm. out there that will feel anxious so they'll have a cigarette and then they'll feel like calm i, o- so I always think that's just I think yeah, I think that's linked to them already having cigarettes. Though you would yeah. never find a twelve-year-old kid that that feels like cigarettes help them. Um, you would just find a twelve-year-old kid that smokes cigarettes because they think it's cool and their friends do it. And then ten years later, they're like, "Oh, I have I have to have this cigarette because it's going to chill me out after work." Yeah, that's because your body it, that's a physical thing that your body's doing. Because it's addicted to the to the nicotine, it's yeah. a, it's it's a byproduct of having too many cigarettes, not the thing that makes you have the cigarette in the first place. I don't think, no. anyways. No, no, I'm not no, a scientist, no, by the way. Just <laughs> no, no, just I in agree. Case. I mean, I know of some people that um, have like seen their friends smoking, and their friends are like, "Yeah, fag chills me out," and they've never smoked before, and they're stressed, and so they'll have a cigarette. And then be like, oh yeah, I feel so chilled, and it's kind of like that <laughs> placebo, you know, like the placebo yeah. effects. Like, yeah. oh okay, it chills you out, so it's going to chill me out too. Um, whereas obviously the science behind the actual cigarette would be that it's actually a stimulant. So everything you think it's doing is actually doing the opposite. Your heart rate is actually increasing. Um, your blood is pumping quicker. It's killing you faster, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it's a strange one. I mean, we can touch on addiction as well, if you like, because uh, I think it's quite an interesting subject. Yeah. Um, have you got any views on, on on addiction as a whole or whatever? Um, again, I've got a we- weird relationship with stuff like that because um, I have, I've had the, the medical condition that I've got for over 20 years now. And I've had plenty of different types of pain medication. Um, and the only one that's really helped has been codeine. But at one point I was taking like 90 milligrams three times a day. So that was like six six to nine tablets wow. three times a day. Um, and I would still be taking that if I hadn't started using CBD oil or doing flotation tanks, stuff like that. Um, making magnesium oil, turmeric, stuff, just little things to na- to naturally supplement things in my body rather than taking the pain meds. And I know that codeine is very addictive. I wasn't addicted to it myself, but I had to take that many just to edge the pain off. But I would get to points where I'd go and get blood tests and they'd say, all right, you're there's some some levels in your liver have, have risen above a certain threshold. We're going to have to put you on other medications and take you off the codeine for a bit um, to get you back to normal. Then you can start taking the codeine again. And it just makes you realize that 
people that get addicted to things like codeine, you you you're hurting your body, and you but your body wants it. Mm. And my body was wanting the pain the the pain to be less, and he didn't care where that came from. But someone who's got an addictive personality would automatically think of that one thing that eases it and be like that's it and the body will be like that's it so and i know codeine's a really bad one for for some people yeah it's um it's a strange um like i with addiction it's so strange that some people can drop things at the you know no problems just stop it like that and then there's people out there that are hooked because i don't know whether it's like the association of something whether it's uh consciously or subconsciously that keeps them wired onto this for example pain relief or even caffeine you know i've got to have my coffee yeah, in the morning caffeine. because yeah. otherwise i'm not going to be awake so i don't know whether it's that or whether it's actually ingrained in the brain where there's certain substances that your body kind of uh, gets some form of arousal from and kind of leeches on it and tells you like i need this give it to me now um yeah because you know there's people out there that like they won't get their caffeine hit in the morning they're grouchy moody you know all those symptoms of basically your body not getting what it feels like it needs um, yeah so it's it's a strange one i mean i i don't think i mean i suppose cannabis is addictive to for for some people i wouldn't say it's highly addictive and no i don't think your body would be screaming for it i think that's more of a psychological thing it's like oh, i need yeah. to make this this joint to fancy having some to chill yeah, yeah. to chill or sleep but or whatever i think a lot of them is are short things things that that are really fast and quick um that that the body gets addicted to they want that fast and quick high like I've never seen anyone that's addicted to porridge because the energy it gives you throughout the day, you know, it's always, <laughs> it's always something that gives you that hit like straight away like that. Um, an acute version of, of what you need that, that the body gets addicted to. Yeah. I mean, it's um, odd. like it's, I mean, I'm sure there is someone out there that probably is addicted to porridge for some random reason. Maybe. But, Fingers um, crossed. Not though. Yeah. Pray for them. Pray for them. <laughs> Um, but I mean, people are addicted to the gym, like they, they need to go yes. every day for whatever reason. And that's obviously maybe like a psychological issue as well as uh, if they don't go to the gym, their appearance is, is going to fade off. They're going to view themselves differently or oh, I don't go to the gym today. I'm going to suffer from depression because I haven't. Yeah, it could be a psychological enough. thing. I know people that do that all the time just from their work being so stressful that they've even if if they work late and they feel like I haven't been able to work out, it's like mm. it, it takes something away from them because they're like, oh, I needed that time to like release just my tension from the day and to feel feel the the endorphins and stuff that they weren't getting at work because they were too stressed. Yeah, I mean, um, I think as well, like we could break it down into. I mean, like neither of us are scientists, so we're just fucking spouting. Yeah. Here. We're internet uh, scientists, which is the yeah. best kind. <laughs> I've researched it on Google, so I know what I'm on about. Yeah. <laughs> Read it from some fake news site. I've, um, I've been on Bing. I've been on Bing. <laughs> it's, um, but I think uh, addiction comes from like two things, whether like mental, um, so things like exercising, 
um, which does have a, a physical thing. Obviously, we do produce chemicals when we exercise. But yeah. I think if we went a day without exercise, it's not going to be the end of the world. Um, and then also, I think, like, maybe uh, uh, an addiction on, like, a chemical level. So, and it's hard to work out, like, caffeine does, is it an addiction on a chemical level or a mental level? Do you know what I mean? If, if Yeah, I think, it, I think stuff like that, it, it depends on the person. It, it, it really is an individual thing because it depends how much of that chemical or other chemicals that react with it that you naturally produce in the first place to, to how you react to anything. Um, but you do, it's not something you think of, is it? Because you just end up doing the thing. You never think, all oh, right, uh, well, some people do, but like mo- most of us don't think, oh, I really need some of this chemical so i'm going to go and supplement that or this you know but maybe a lot of fitness people do because they actually count what goes into the body and they can like tell or i feel like i feel like i've got less testosterone in me now or i feel less this or and they'll they'll be more attuned to their body maybe um but for the average person you just don't think of it and it's it's probably easier to fall into the trap of addiction because of that yeah, I agree. I mean, um, in the fitness world, because I'm obviously I work uh, as a PT as well. Uh, yeah. As doing the podcast, and um, you know, I'm I'm the same. Like most of the time, obviously, I'm not hooked on it as much as colleagues of mine who are like, "Yeah, I've got to get my 21 grams of fat in. I've got to get my 60 grams of protein, oh, whatever really? it is." You know, and they're like, they have to do it. Whereas me, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I got 28 grams." <laughs> Two grams, fuck it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of more, uh, more laid back, and and maybe not addicted to that. But I guess we could say that anything could be classified as an addiction in, in a way, you know. Um, well, so, something something that we both do has been classified as an addiction in America, which is gaming. Oh yeah. Recently, is that is now now classified as an addiction. Wow. Why? Why? Just through pure eight hours streaming. I, w- I would say it's it's more it's it's not even a thing. I don't think it's even a th- like it's a very 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 small p- amount of gamers that are properly addi- like to the level where they don't. I think there was a couple in. I might be wrong about this. I think Japan, so one of the Asian countries, where they were really going at it twenty four hours a day, streaming, excuse me, gaming, and they. I don't know. If, I think they'd left their son. And um, and he passed away because they hadn't fed him because they were too busy gaming. Um, wow. I, get, stories like that, they they bolster up certain political lines, and over there, over there, there's stuff like this that that most conspiracy theorists would say are um, props. Uh, to be used so that um, they can like distract you from what's really going on, um, and I think that's maybe what maybe a little bit of what it is. But I mean, I don't know how much you game, but I I, I probably game once a day. I would say, um, but I wouldn't say I was addicted to it. No, no, I, I agree. Um, I haven't gamed for I don't know a little while because I usually game with my mate, and um, he hasn't had access to his computer at the moment, so. Um, I kind of take a back foot, but um, I played. So you're a PC gamer then? I've got PlayStation and Xbox as well. Living oh, the right. life, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marla. Get that paper, son. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah but mainly pc like that's that's my main platform okay. um but yeah i play i got the new god of war game like played it yeah. religiously every day completed it in a week like because that's me like i just i want to play it I'm, I'm hooked for a while i'm addicted yeah, yeah, yeah. quotation <laughs> yeah watch <laughs> yeah. yourself watch yeah <laughs> but no it's not an addiction because i could put it down i can go out it's not a problem you know i'm not exactly. i don't get withdrawal symptoms um but yeah you know that that that's how i tend to play things um and within moderation you know i still live a healthy lifestyle um so yeah i mean addicted to gaming i think it's bullshit it's just part of an agenda cherry picking some stories you know fuck knows for all you know like one of the parents could have pushed the kid down the fucking stairs and said oh no we don't realize you know <laughs> we what do you know like it could be yeah you do. well you don't you know? yeah but you don't know the, these things you know they're they're definitely uh cherry picked out there um what sort of games are you into um well at the moment i play xbox one that's all i play um and i play PUBG like i would probably say every day but just because all my friends do so we get online we get frustrated we turn our xboxes off that's just the routine <laughs> maybe we game. maybe we win Maybe we win. Like I think we've got it down now, where we can maybe we could win one every two days. I think that's that's our. And we've won two in a two or three in a row before, which is really good. Decent ratio, though. I mean, I've won like four games. It was for that day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've seen my probably if you've watched my PUBG stream. There's one I did on my own. I watched literally before this. I watched it and I read in your uh, caption. It was like I got frustrated and angry or or whatever. And I and I watched some of it as well. And I mean, but you were playing on playing on PC. Yeah. So you're played against people that probably pay it a lot more than you do. Yeah. And. And people can hack and you don't know what, like, PCs are a lot more open. Whereas I know on Xbox, if I'm facing someone, there's no, there's a very small chance that they're going to be cheating, um, which makes the frustration less because then I don't go, oh, they were cheating because th- they can't be. Whereas on PC, I bet you every time you get killed, you're like, ah, hacker, there's a hacker. <laughs> my friend, my Report. friend does, yeah. My friend's literally <laughs> like, he's like, what the fuck, mate? So this guy's playing cheating, and then he'd be like, "How the fuck did they see me?" He's like, "I'm in the corner of a house, not moving, and they're just coming like <laughs> dead, like kill him instantly." And he's just like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yeah, mate, cheat, blatant cheater. You know, it's just, it's always a cheat, you know." Um, but yeah, that game, uh, it's gone down the pan for me, unfortunately. Um, I haven't played it, I don't know, for about three months now maybe maybe two months right well they've, they've got issues on pc at the moment one of the newest updates have, have introduced a lot of like glitches and and stuff like that so on p I w- if i had a pc i wouldn't be playing it on pc right now to be honest yeah. with you um but i watch a lot on youtube i watch a lot of like pc streamers that play pubg and now black ops is the one yeah uh, yeah that's that's the game i'm but, uh I'm gonna get invested in um, as soon as I make some some paper. That that'll be on the PC, and I'll be playing that. I mean, uh, I watch Shroud sometimes. He he was obviously a yeah. massive PUBG guy for a while, and he's kind of fed up with PUBG, and now he's obviously playing Black Ops regularly. Um, and he's sick. I I think Shroud. Oh, they're they're all unreal. Abs- Do you think so? <laughs> yeah, Shroud cheats. <laughs> I've called it. Out. It's it's the I I always just it's the hearing thing 
Mm. Like they always seem to be able to hear exactly where someone is. And I wonder whether that's just a thing in their heads in general. So when they're out and about in just walking the dog, oh, there's an otter in that bush. Like, as a, there must be an otter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Whether they've got a natural thing or whether it's the headphones. But I'm not paying 400 quid for a pair of headphones. No way. Yeah, I think it is Geo- headphones because um, my friend's got <laughs> Sennheisers. Um, oh, yeah. And I'd play with him. And obviously, my Bose headphones are like pretty good. Um, but his Sennheisers were on point. Like he's just like, yeah, uh, someone's coming two thirty northwest. Like, um, and then he's like, oh he's like, they're coming in. And we're like, we're both sitting in like all tents. Like, and he's like, the doors are opening, and I'm like, oh yeah, shit, I can hear the doors. And then you hear the footsteps, and it's like, and then we're both dead, even though we knew they were coming. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. But yeah, no gaming. Gaming's. Um, I mean, gaming's a. a, a decent part of my life you know it's what i do to sort of downtime and chill um other than going to going to the gym or spending time with uh, my girlfriend or whatever um yeah or walking my dog you know but it is a it is a part of my life i mean i want to i'm always like looking for the newest game or whatever to try and play and get into yeah um red dead redemption 2 is obviously coming out uh, yeah i've pre-ordered that i've pre-ordered yeah. that rockstar i need man. it i need it in my life <laughs> Rockstar are killing it with money. They all, oh, if if they play the online version the way they did with GTA, they'll be absolutely rolling in it again. Like I played GTA Online a little bit when it first came out, and then a little bit more when more people got the game. But I just stopped playing it because it was just full of kids and uh, full of cheaters. So I'm, and by cheaters I mean people that could pay for the best things. That's oh, the I problem with their model, is that. You, everything costs and you can buy with real world real world money uh tanks and jets and and for me if i'm just a casual gamer if i want to go on there and and get one of those things i'm gonna have to play every night for two weeks to get them enough gta money to be able to afford it and you just don't have that time to do it so it's it just leaves it open for people to that have got a lot of money or that parents have a lot of money that can just go, oh, I need another shark card because I need all these four jets, yeah. you know. So I, st- I just stopped playing it. But if Red Dead's like that, I'll, prob- I'll probably end up playing it a little bit when it first comes out. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, if it gets like that, I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably I'll go back to PUBG or whatever the next thing is, whatever the yeah. next game is. That's the annoyance for me. Um, a lot of AAA games are coming out of that kind of pay to pay to win sort of thing. Where they're mm-hmm. doing like loot boxes or whatever it is, you know. Um, if you ever watched, uh, have you ever watched Jim Sterling? A little bit, not much. You should watch uh, if you're into him, anyways. If you should watch uh, a few few of his videos, he talks about loot boxes did, and that. Did he go through a really bad lawsuit? Yeah, he won. He won. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think I saw his winning vi- like the after he won, he did like a huge like expo like the, a huge video on the whole lot. I think I yeah. saw that. I think I watched that. That was. He's really um, good. His videos are really good. Yeah, it was with uh, some company called uh, Digital Homicide. Uh, yes, I remember that now. And they've got loads of games, and they just use the same skins or, or reskin the same game yeah. and just put it out on Steam for free or offered like twenty pounds or something like that. Bastard. And his rev- uh, and he review if I remember right, he reviewed one of their games badly, 
and they took umbrage with that and had to go at him and then it just went from there i think that's what it was they they reviewed his review basically and then um <laughs> contacted him and he obviously released like an hour-long conversation with him and uh it cracks me up because there's like a certain line where they're like um listen man we don't make ten thousand dollars a month on patreon and jim Jim sterling's like it's patreon and then the guy's just like whatever man and he's like did you listen to the gunshot sounds those are real gunshot sounds (laughs) like pinching pinching for like uh critique points that were good and he's just like so what so what? Like, they were shit. They were the one sound. Got one sound. Shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, game gaming's. A, I mean, it's a great thing. It's loved by loads of people. People like Shroud and Ninja. Like Ninja just come out of nowhere. Just like Fortnite come out, and then just suddenly Mad. Ninja. Like nineteen million yeah. subs. I'm just like, what? Where, where did you come? It's from? mental. It's you absolutely know? mental. And the money they must be making is unreal. I mean, I'm just like, bruv, you've got blue hair, you, you know, you're like an alien. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Challenge me to a game, you know? Like, and and the, the strange thing is about all these, um, you know, YouTubers and gamers and even Instagram people is with the click of their fingers, they can change your life as well. Like, you stream with them yeah, or they share one of your things. That's it. Well, that's, that's like, that's a two-way street, though. <coughs> um, that's the thing that I worry about constantly doing my art. Because if I was to do some art of someone and they didn't like it, if with one repost of my art negatively, that could be my whole account gone mm. or just flooded with haters or flooded with trolls. You know, so you, I'm, I worry about that constantly. But on the other side, most most of my success has been because someone that has some followers or has some influencers see my stuff liked it and then shared it so yeah. it's it's a two-way street i mean they say there's no such thing as bad press so if you're getting hate fuck it you know ride the wave but, but you've got to, yeah you've got to try i suppose you've got to try depends what you're getting like i've seen people get death threats and all sorts and it's just horrible like i know that if i was getting stuff like that, i would just ignore it like but it would still it would still chip away you know yeah um yeah. So it's it's a hard one, especially with the with the internet. Like, who, who like obviously we hadn't seen each other's faces before this, really. No. Um, like you you could could have came on and um, this, and you could have you could have been twenty people in a room pranking me to come on a podcast. You know, that's what it yeah. could have been. And who knows? It's the internet, you know. <laughs> um, but um, so it's 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 a weird one. I mean. I, have you had any weird interactions with anyone on the internet? Any uh, odd stories? Not really, to be honest, which is surprising. Um, I mean, I've had foreign accounts message me weird shit before. Um, nice. But they're just like Russians and stuff like that. Or I get like <laughs> the, the generic like, hey, you should invest in Bitcoin. And I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, shoot, you know, stop send them shit um but overall like uh i mean i've had podcasts like it sounds really bad because i'm always like saying that i've got time to talk to anyone on a podcast episode and that um but i was gonna have a podcast with some guy who like does motivational speaking and things like that 
Hang on, hang on, before you go on. Go on. Is this person from from Glasgow? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, no. Okay. What what's their name? Just you can name drop. I'm. I don't name drop. I'm. I'm careful as I'm sneaky. Um. No. Uh. Yeah. Carry on. Carry on. I've. I've just had. I've had similar dealings with with someone who does motivational speaking and has done a TED talk before and stuff like that. He told me and stuff yeah. like that. And I just wondered whether it might be the same person. It could. It could be. I'm not a hundred percent sure because I don't have a clue where they're from. Um, okay. I'd have to double check. But they speak. They. Sp- they speak English, kind of. They've got a bit of an okay. accent. Um, but yeah, either way, like I was going to have them on. Um, they kept saying, "Yeah, book book in when when you uh, when you're free and blah blah blah." And I was like, "I'm not even too. I don't. I'm not bothered about talking." To yeah, you, to be like why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I felt bad because, like, obviously, it's like a platform, you know. Like, still, and they've got like twenty thousand followers, I think, or maybe a bit less. Um, but then, like when I checked out their content, it was just not really something I believe in. So, so what? Um, what? What was? Did they? Do they have like an Instagram name or? Yeah, I'm not. Did they have a podcast or? No, <laughs> no if you, no. I'll, I'll name drop you. Know. <laughs> 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 um, but that, that's the that's the thing. It's weird. Like, I'm trying to think of things that I can say without saying the person to see if it's the same as what. You, basically, I had an interaction with someone who was a motivational speaker, and they said, in in their name, it says podcast at the end of it, but I don't think he had one. Yeah. Um, and he asked for some art and stuff like that, and basically was saying that there was, there was like more than one person that he reached out to for art, and I was basically competing with others, um, and that he wanted to see about 10 images and for this and for that for free just that that i i was i'm privileged to be doing the art for his thing that i didn't even know existed basically um and i explained to him the way i work and was like if you pay a deposit i'll do you a couple of images and then if you like them you like them if you don't you don't we can tweak them up to a certain point and then after that you'll have to pay for the images or whatever way we want to go with it and so he did pay me the deposit and i did in the images and over like two months i think it was he just every day it was another thing he wanted on it and another thing he wanted on it and i just think we didn't work well together um but it, it just it just didn't pan out at all and it was just it was a weird experience the way he spoke as well was was a little bit weird as well yeah. Like as if I should be privileged to be speaking to him, kind of I, thing. I, see, I don't like that, um, and I hope Touchwood that I never end up like that. Is where you've got those two types of people on the internet, where you've got the bullshitters who are like, "Yeah, I've created seven sega, seven seven figure businesses, and I'm a multi-millionaire." Yeah, yeah. And that, you see their ad, and you click on their page, you've got like five hundred followers, and they've like rented some fucking floor time in front of a private jet or something like that. Yeah. Like bullshit. Just just be you. Like be original. If people like you, they'll like you. If they don't, they're going to expose you eventually because the truth will come out. Um, exactly. And when people are coming towards, like, people will talk to me and be, they might approach me and act like it's a privilege for me 
but I'm always just like, well, you're coming to me, so you clearly see yeah. value in my brand. It's confusing, though. That's confusing. Why yeah. message someone and then act as if they've messaged you? That's just the most confusing thing in the world. It's uh, cuckoo-ness, you know? I mean, I've messaged people. Yeah. I messaged, uh, I can't remember his name. He was like a rocker guy anyways. He had a massive beard. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast like a while back. And I messaged him and managed to get through to him. And uh, All right. I was like, hi, dude. Like, this is when I'd done like three episodes of my podcast. Hi, dude. Like, just uh, saw you on a Joe Rogan podcast. Really, would really like to host you. Um, and he was just like, well, blunt back. He just said, how many views do you get? And I was like, well, I've done. Oh, three nice. That's like, probably the best way to be. <laughs> I was like, I've done three episodes. I've had 700 views. Um, so, yeah. But I'm just starting, you know. But I'd appreciate your time. He was just like, nah, man, there's not not really any value in it for me, not really any exposure. Um, keep it cool. And I was just like, I appreciate that. Like, this Yeah, that's what you want. He's clearly out for himself, self-gain. Brilliant. Whatever. But at least you're honest, you know. You're not bullshitting yeah. or, like, trying to be like, oh, well, I don't know, maybe you should donate some money to charity before I talk to you because, you know, oh, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, you know, just chatting like they yeah. really care. It, you know, it's more just be honest and to the point and i think people see that with people's content you know as long as you're being genuine to yourself and original uh and and you know you're not bullshitting anyone i think that those people will make it in the long run um yeah i was i always feel with anything it's like if you put you just got to keep keep the work going that's what i find with with my art If, if i just keep going and keep doing the things that i enjoy and that i find um makes me happy even if people don't like it if i'm laughing at it and i enjoy doing it and there's a possibility that it might become a bigger thing for me then i'm just going to do it like Mm. i'm going to have to because what else am i going to do yeah i mean it's those um i mean there's been people out there steve jobs and things like that that have said those similar sort of lines where like if you don't love what you do then don't do it basically you're pursuing the wrong goal you know gary v is like make sure you've got a make sure you've got passion and love for what you do he, he is an absolute maniac in a good way he's yeah. the best maniac ever <laughs> crazy class i do like his content sometimes uh he's a little bit too blunt it gets too much he's, he's very yeah. intense he's very intense um but that's him. That's his brand. That's who he is. You like him or you, you, you don't. You love, you know, it's like Marmite. Um, and it's mad that he saw a niche of straight talking to the point, quick, boom, 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 boom. How the fuck had no one else done that? <laughs> well, there is one other person that I know that does that. Um, and that's that um, Joe Wicks. Yeah, the 15. 15. Yeah. He does that a little bit with his little videos. And the only reason I know of him, because I don't go to the gym myself or do anything like that, is through food, because I've, I've got a certain um, healthy diet that I stick to. And and my fiance, she's obsessed with doing the the workouts and, and all that sort of stuff. But he was quite, he's quite like, bam, bosh, there you go, do it, done, like kind of I'm thing. Right there, Italy, in good. 15. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Are you him? Is it? <laughs> I had a haircut. I, had a haircut. Oh, I right. wish. I wish. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He he saw this little tiny like micro niche and was just like, bam, running with it. 
don't get me wrong, did excellent Instagram grand promotion. The workouts he's putting out, they're what people have been doing for for they're just every, yeah, time. every yeah, hundred percent. Nothing special. Even though. some of the even some of the recipes are just it's similar stuff. It's just the way he packages it, it for some reason without with the generation that we're from. It, it they like it. They love it that yeah. way. They think it's new. They see it as a new thing. Whereas yeah. I wish, man. You'll know more than me because obviously you're a, you're a personal trainer. You'll you'll know more that yeah, the the nuance with it. No, I mean his his niche is is so good. I mean, and and he create he himself is his brand. I mean, I'm just waiting for that one day. I see him walking around London smoking a cigar. I'm gonna be like, pff, 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 pff. <laughs> there's your fucking PT. Yeah, <laughs> with his McDonald's bag yeah. just by foot. <laughs> Beer belly and that, like walking along, like fucking hell. Lean in 15, uh, fat in 30. Good, yeah. God bless him. Maybe I'll start releasing videos for how to get fat in 30 seconds and just well, do, what, like, what do you What that. do you do with, because with, I don't know how that industry works at all, but for you to get clients and stuff, do you work in a gym and, and is that how you um, market yourself or like how does it work? Yes, I um I was running my own business for a while, uh, for about four years. Um, didn't really take off. I live in a bit of a. I mean, we have like seventy thousand people here, which is eighty thousand people in this town. But when I was doing it, there was about fifty other boot camps and personal trainers and stuff. All so, right, saturated. The market was quite hard, and then because I was a little shit when I was younger, I had still had like a bit of a stigma to my name. Um, okay. So people didn't really want to come train with me and things like that. Um, right. Which, you know, was downheartening at the time, but now, fuck it, you know. And it's always been the same round. I mean, I don't know whether you get it where you are, where, like, people aren't very supportive of your goal. Um, uh, I think it's the same everywhere. Yeah. You just, I, I mean, you, uh, you'll know as well, you fit, everyone who does something that feels personal to them, like and wants to make a job, will have that little chip on the shoulder, anyways. So if someone doesn't quite show you the the love that you want or the the support that you want, you will jump on it quick in your head. It's just whether you'll you'll uh, take it upon yourself to tell them or say something or whatever. But yeah, like well, especially with Facebook now, if you were to put something on Facebook and say, "I need." This is what I need for. I need some new clients or whatever. Um, do you feel like you would get the support that you think that you would want? Hell no. I, I, I'm the same. I, if I put, if I put like the t-shirts and the merch that I've got, merch. Why am I saying merch? The the t-shirts that I sell, um, or that I'm that I've just put up on on Teespring. If I was to put that on my Facebook, I don't think I'd I'd get a couple of likes and that's it. But I think that has maybe something to do with the algorithm on Facebook and Instagram. But at the same time, who has the time nowadays to go around and knock on all your friends' doors and show them something? Yeah. Because that's what you used to have to do, you know? Maybe it's the way fucking forward now. Was that revert yeah. back to old Well, no one's doing it. Yeah, no, <laughs> just go around all your friends' houses, just be like, yeah, I've, yeah, I've made a mood board. Look at this. <laughs> this is what I want from you. <laughs> I mean, um, I had like I think three thousand nine hundred people on Facebook as friends, um, and 
literally like I'd write some philosoph philosophical statuses, get like hundred, hundred and twenty likes, you know. Be like yeah. loving life, like I'm a celebrity, woo. And then I'd be <laughs> like, Right, um so I'm making my own podcast, like can any can people donate one dollar a month? Like even to my closest yeah. friends, I was like, Can you donate one dollar a month? None of them could. Like, like oh, I've got shit going out, payments this, blah blah blah, yeah. Yeah. They're buying packs of chewing gum and fucking getting high or whatever, and I'm like, "Fuck, you support there. me, brother." You know, come on, like, it's a fucking yeah. dollar, like it's seventy five p a month that's going to come out of your bank to support my Patreon account. So I quickly, I think people, I think people mean well. It's just they, everyone, as you said before with the other guy, everyone has to like be think of self getting, mm. and sometimes they just it just passes over them. They don't understand that that one little gesture of maybe even, even if they, even if they listen to your podcast and shared it, that little one little gesture of sharing that podcast. Yeah. It means a lot. It, it, it does mean a lot. I mean, uh, I did a eight hour gaming stream for charity and, uh, there's some, guy I saw I, that as well. Yeah. Some guy I don't really talk to. He comes to the gym that I work in. I've started oh, to talk right. to him now. Um, and I told him about my gaming stream randomly. We we're just chatting, and uh, he came on live and like donated me thirty five quid and was like, "Yeah, there you go, man. You're at a hundred pound now." I was like fucking buzzing off my tits. I saw him yeah, in the yeah, gym. Yeah. And I was like, "Bro, thank you so much. Like, if you ever need any need anything, I like shared his Instagram profile, gave him a shout out on my Instagram. You know, like, yeah, go follow him. Like, he does fitness yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, and because I'm I'm all about." helping people that help me um a couple of my friends they they do donate to my patreon per month i think i get like six dollars a month through patreon woo you know but it's something and uh I've always yeah said, well like, the, the, that's the way you've got to see it, it is something it's mm, not zero is it exactly um and if i ever make it touch wood one day i do like these those people that have been so supportive yeah. of my goals they'll i'll lift them with me do you know what i mean if I was yeah. on Joe Rogan money earning 70 grand a fucking podcast, which I believe is what he earns, which I read, um, my f my friends who have donated to my Patreon, I'd be like, yeah, there's 20 grand, mate. Go, now, go enjoy the, it, you know? This, this, the, that 70 grand figure that you've just quoted, is that what is that from ads? Or is that what's what's that from? I don't know how podcasts work. Um, um, re well, I know, I know a little bit, but I'm, I'm not really sure. What yeah, would that so, be with that from ads? For him, it would be ads and sponsorships, I sh I'd believe. So, get the YouTube revenue for the views. Then he gets the advertisement from the YouTube and then sponsorships for the episodes. The episodes that you see on YouTube with video, um, he doesn't really do sponsorships in there that I know of, unless he's got like some toppies. No, I've, I've, I've noticed the audio. Yeah, I've noticed on the audio ones, sometimes it'll say things before, like, yeah. oh, it was sponsored by this D brand or whatever. It is yeah. at the month. So I think, Better help, um, I think, is is a one now that's that's on every other podcaster. Yeah, so I think he makes money from them, um, and I assume he's probably got like I don't know, fucking, he's on Spotify and things like that. So I assume he's making revenue yeah. for for his views via iTunes and Spotify. Um, so yeah, I, I that's I'm sure how he makes it. Um, and if you're getting 11 million views from Elon Musk on your show, like... Yeah, you're going to have some kind there, aren't you? As well as, no doubt, there's people out there that are just paying him to maybe 
talk about certain subjects on his podcast. Um, yeah, I've always wondered that. He always says that they don't, though. He always makes a point that they don't. But you, you never know. Like, the people obviously send him absolutely loads of stuff. Mm. That's why, and I'm at the stage now where I'm ready to send stuff to certain podcasts that I do art for. Um, and I'm, I'm like teetering on the edge of it. I don't know whether to, because it's like, it's just another thing that they're just going to, I might, you never know, they might put it in the background of the podcast. I might mention me on the podcast. I've had a couple of mentions on smaller podcasts, but it's like, do I do that? Is it a waste of time? Yeah. Are they got, like, I don't want to do it just to do it, just so they mention me. That's not what I want to do it for. I would want to give them something that maybe they've mentioned that they liked. So I'm like, oh, yeah, have that, rather than it just being an empty gesture. Yeah. I mean, for yourself, like, I'd say if you love what you do, which you clearly do, if you've got the five minutes to do it, do it and ping it off, you know? Like, if you're proud of yeah. it, you want to do it. If it doesn't get seen... You know why it doesn't get seen because they're getting a fuck yeah. ton of gifts, but you know you've done yeah. it. You take pride in your work. Um, I mean, he, Joe Rogan and Brendan have just had clocks sent to them. I don't know whether you've seen their clocks at all, but they've got these big metal framed, uh, like Victorian style looking clocks. Oh, yeah. Um, it's in one of Joe Rogan's photos on his Instagram, anyways. And some guy had made it for him and made one for Brendan Sharp. He's making one and sending it to him. Yeah. And uh, he contacted me randomly or yeah, he contacted me and um, showed me the clocks that he'd made. And I was like, Oh, cool man. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he was just like, yeah, I'll make you a sign. So he's going to make me this big metal sign. Oh, that's cool. Send it here from America, which touch what he does. Cause whenever I see yeah. him mention things, they don't seem to happen now. Um, nah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like come on, come on as a. I'd, I'd like to host you on my podcast as well to say thank you, but also to talk about yeah. how the fuck you make these things because they're yeah they're so cool, you know. Um, so yeah, you know, things things do go through, get through to the main source if you have enough belief that that's going to happen, um, and and also patience because they might not see it for eight months and then crops well, up yeah, because they got so much shit to go I'll, through i'll get stuck in this kind of rut where i'll be like oh i don't think my uh, my likes are going to do as well as they were doing last week or whatever and, and i'll put pressure on myself but it's good pressure but then and then suddenly i'll just randomly i won't have even put something up i'll just have been waiting or doing something else and not even thinking about that and then i'll just get a share of someone that randomly that has just found it and it'll be like oh right it does get to people uh, but you'd have to kind of remind yourself all the time or else you'll just start thinking you're not doing the right thing or you're not in the right place or maybe i shouldn't be doing this maybe i shouldn't be doing that it's like but it, i enjoy the act of doing it i enjoy putting it up i enjoy people's reactions so i think that for me that's that's why i do it kind thing, of thing yeah. yeah no i mean what how do you design your art anyways because I, I i mean i heard it on the podcast but for those that don't yeah well, it depends. It depends what kind of art. Um, if it's something from a podcast, like um, an anecdote or something like that, I'll have a, an image in my mind of what I want to do with it. And then what I'll probably do is is I'll download about 20 photos, probably less, but maximum 20 of different things and then start drawing different versions of, of those things. So if it's like, if it's Trump, I'll start drawing Trump, but 
obviously if I want him in a certain position, I've got to find him in certain positions to sort of look at and sort of study and see how his skin moves or how that moves. And it's, it's easier because I'm just doing it on a, on a phone with a stylus. It's like, it's just easier to do. I can just pick out certain points. I don't have to, like when I was working with pencil and just sketching in sketchbooks, you've, you have to do a lot more with a pencil to get the detail that you want and to be happy with it. And so a lot of it is me just using pictures and just drawing. And then sometimes if it's something simple, I could even just do a, 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 a Photoshop of that. So I, if it's something really simple, I could just get that scene from a movie and then get another scene from a movie and then get another scene from a movie, Photoshop the bits that I need in. Cause I'm all right at Photoshop. I can do Photoshop's as well, but I just don't put them online. I just use them to, um, banter with my mates and stuff like that. Like take the red and put it on, a pregnant woman, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, just silly little like photoshops in that way. Um, and we, we actually do a thing, this, will, this is quite funny, we actually do a thing where if we've seen a movie, when you tell all the rest of the group in our little WhatsApp group that you've seen the movie, you have to give it a review. And with that, you have to do a photoshop of this one guy who's, who's, who's part of our friendship group called Faz. And he's really into films. So to a bit of banter, we always use his face in the movie. And it's out of faz, um, out of five faz heads, how you like the movie. So like recently, some people saw Venom and it was three and a half faz heads. So you had three Venom heads, but it was half his head and half Venom. So like I do do little photoshops and stuff like that. And that helps with the drawings because I can photoshop certain things in certain positions and just to get a look at what I think it should look like. And then obviously I change it when I draw it. Um, but usually it's just, I'll draw an outline, then I'll color it. Then I'll um, have different layers. I'll color different layers for shading and then stick it straight up. But it, it obviously depends on the piece. Like I've done a, a, a round of film films. I've done about 52, I think. Yeah. And they're all, they're all different. Like I've got a few here that I've printed out. So they're all like little different, I'll step Wait, those, yeah. they're not they're normally just scenes from films that i've just it, which are easier to do obviously because it, it's right there but obviously you just pick out i'll just pick out something from it and then use that as like use that as a as a thing so seven and then minutes, i just uh, kevin spacey and then yeah and then i'll just use the the text behind it but with my other art, it's a little bit more complicated, but these these are quite simple but detailed at the same time. So I'm I'm enjoying doing them, and it 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 doesn't take me too long to do them. So I'm quite I'm quite um, prolific with with my art. Yeah, I mean you've got that uh, piece to me within like two days. Um, yeah, I was, I was well chuffed. I was like, this is sick. Like, <laughs> boom, straight on Instagram. Like, bang, love it. Um, so yeah, man, I'm all about if you ever get five minutes, fucking ping me something. If you want, I'll always promote it. Um, but yeah, the floor's floor's yours now. If you want, you can ask me some stuff if you need to. Um, about yeah. Anything. Been going for so an I was hour just and seven minutes. I was just I had two questions. One, how did you get into podcasting? Like, what what made you what drew you to that medium? Um, well, to be honest, uh, I'd been watching a Joe Rogan podcast for 
quite a while, um, about a year or so. And I'd been talking to my friend about just podcasting and I've always been about trying to do my own thing. And yeah. I was like, do you know what? I just really want to talk to people from all over the place um, and kind of learn what their passions are, what motivates them. And um, I was thinking that I only wanted to talk to successful people in their fields. So they'd be at the top of their field and I'd be like, how did they get there? What was their mentality? And see if there was any like correlation to these successful yeah. people, you know, so whether they all had something in their, their life or whatever. Um, so I quickly realized that obviously reaching out to people in the top of their field, um, to talk, they ain't going to come talk to yeah. me because I'm just some small <laughs> guy. Yeah. Not always. Not always. You've had some, you've had some good people on your podcast. That's true. Um, Banachek, the world's number one's mentalist, uh, Phil Derue, strength and conditioning coach, for Joanna Jacek, um, Nicholas Alexander from Mind Body One, uh, working with Dustin Poirier. So they are in the, the, the top of their field. So that's that's true. I've been lucky with um, the friendship groups I've built around podcasting. But yeah, I think yeah. The, the main incentive was for me, I just wanted uh, something to work on for me because I'd stopped doing my fitness business. So I wanted something yeah. new to occupy my mind. Um, yeah, put your energy in. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as much as it's a hobby for me, it's a passion as well, but I could quite easily tomorrow just put the Instagram down, put the mic down and never do it again. I wouldn't like cry over it if I didn't want to do it anymore, but I enjoy chatting like this. Um, I've enjoyed the Joe Rogan retweet. I've enjoyed, uh, connecting with the people made friends in America that I would never have been able to do without podcasting with. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the main reason. I think mainly uh, connectivity and just a, just another hobby. Like, I've never planned to be successful with it. Um, if that happens, brilliant, because it's something I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, but it's not a main... I'm not going to be upset, do you know what I mean? Like, if I never make no. it. Yeah, you haven't, so, put, yeah. you haven't put all your eggs in one basket, really. No, it's like no. an extra nice thing that you do, but you haven't put everything into it so that it's like, I have, this has to work. Yeah, I mean, in in I always say the internet's not reality, basically. So in reality, for me, it's about um, finding a, a real good job that I'm going to earn money on, buying a house, having a family, and, and so on. Yeah. And, uh, that That's reality. Obviously, internet-wise, if one day something clicks and it takes off... <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'll have my own studio at my house that I'm going to live in and I'll carry on chatting to people and learning new things and making new friends. So if I ever want to travel somewhere, hopefully they'll give me somewhere to stay. Or if anyone ever wants to travel to me, they'll have somewhere to stay here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That, that was it, really. I hope that answered it. Um, no, it did. Went, yeah. Probably went OTT. <laughs> no, no. You answered it. Um but so do you, do you have a lot of contacts in America then? Being from the UK, how have you found that? Because with me, it's um, because it's through Instagram and it's just I don't have my name as it. Um, a lot of people don't even read the bio, so they don't know I'm from the UK. So I'll yeah. be messaging them, talking with them. They'll message me being like, "Oh, I like that piece," or "I like that piece," and then it'll come to 
maybe speaking about doing a piece for them or whatever, and then it'll be like, oh, you're from the UK. And they don't realize that I am because all most of the content is American content that I'm drawing. It's most of the things that I consume. So it, there is a, and there's a weird, uh, I find the similar things that we can talk about and similar patter when, when you're chatting to them, but it's not the same. It's not the yeah. same. No, I agree, man. Um, I mean, with, in the sense of, I, I didn't have, I've never been to America. I didn't have any friends over there. Me either. Um, me either. I class them as my friends, whether they think of me as their friends, completely <laughs> different. Yeah. Um, but, Internet yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Friend. Um, but I think, I mean, I'd say, yeah, I've got connections there now made. And I think if I was going to America tomorrow, I could ask one of them, you know, for a period of time or like do they want to meet because i've offered them when they come here um i mean phil the Roo's coming to the uk uh sometime next year um and i said to him yeah i'll get time off work i'll drive up to meet you i'll give you a tour you know like cool. tourism and that yeah um you can come down to my local town if you really want and see we live by the, i live by the sea so you, know, you can come see nice. the beach and shit and and whatever <laughs> like because I'm I'm that way inclined, you know. What I do mean? you do you say where you're actually from on the internet? No, no, I'm not. No, I don't. I no. already I have in this podcast though, so I think I said Hastings earlier. You did, yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I just wanted to know. From. I I I always say because it just it it doesn't bother me. Like I, I don't give my address out, but I just tell yeah. them generally where I'm from because I always feel like they might have a small connection to that place. Maybe they've been there or someone that they know has been there and then there's more of a connection. You can, mm. there's something to talk about, but That's I was it. just, yeah. No, I mean, um, so yeah, uh, I mean, in the sense of connections, yeah, I'd say, I'd say they're, they're my guys now. Cool. A few of them, my band of dudes. <laughs> Bros. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in a group on Instagram with like different artists and stuff and that I'm pretty sure they're all American. Um, but same again, like I would always offer if they were in the UK, if they wanted to meet up or anything like that. And same if, if I think I'm going to try and go over there f- from a honeymoon. Um, but I don't know whether I will or not. You know, it's it just depends on uh, depends on money after the wedding and stuff yeah. like that. So um, but I'd like to go over there. A lot of, a lot of the people I know are from L.A. It's it just seems like a hub for people that are on the Internet. Yeah. That that have their prime thing like I do this on the internet. It just seems like a hub for them. LA is the, uh, but, the place to be. Apparently, yeah. LA is the place to be, isn't it? Um, I mean, most of my listeners, I think, because I get statistics um, from yeah. the podcast. I think like sixty-three percent of them are American, and then I've got like ten percent Swedish. The UK is like small. Like, I'm like people in the UK don't care about a British guy podcasting with Americans, so fuck it. And the Americans love the British guy, you know. So, yeah, well, I get I get the same analytics from my Instagram, and mine's probably about seventy five percent US, yeah. um, and a little bit Russian as well, which I found a bit weird. But you know, if they can understand English, that's great. <laughs> Fun. Probably, yeah. They might yeah. like the the piece I did of you with Putin in it, so you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. might come um, on you don't you never know have you got anything else you want to fire my way at all 
Um, no, I just wanted to give a shout out to my mate who did this T-shirt. He's got a brand called Electric Tiger on Instagram. Oh, Electric nice. with a K. Is it's from, from like, an anime or something. It's from an anime. It's from uh, Hunter Hunter, yeah. um, Hunter X Hunter. Um, it's the the bad guy, Hisoka. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to him. Um, on Instagram, he's on Instagram and, and he's got a, an Etsy. Um, it's Electric Tiger, Electric with a, a K instead of a C. Um, but it's it's on. The, I've I've put this up on my Instagram and that, so you'll be able to find it through there. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can also, if you send me any links you want, um, attached yeah. to this video, I'll put them in the description cool. below. So, um, Perfect. drop them in the description. Yeah. I'll put your links in the description below this video. So for anyone watching, they want to check out your artwork or down there. your friend's tea. It'll be down there. Down there, everyone. That's what uh, that's what they were doing, it. Down there. And, yeah. Uh, like, like but you never know where where it is. Really, it could be there. It could be there. No one knows. Fuck <laughs> But yeah, um, for people that want to find you, obviously, uh, advertise yourself. Two minutes. The floor is yours. Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all drawn from the mind, and that's basically where I do the majority of my stuff. Again, it's just podcast art mostly but i also do my own art do a film series a youtube series a vine hero series and i do odd little bits um most of them go into t-shirts and stuff that i use through my teespring and the link to that will be in my bio on instagram um and that's the best way to find me so if you like to laugh or like things that's weird and crazy then just give me a little click <laughs> and a follow <laughs> Cool, man. Um, I really appreciate your time for coming on. It's been a good chat. That's all right. It's um, been good. And if I ever do take off, remind me that we spoke. Remind me that you've done the artwork. And, oh, uh, well, well, I'll send you some more art just to, to you know, have it in stone to commemorate the taking off. Yeah, and you've got me on Skype now as well. So if you ever can't get through to me on Instagram, you can hound me through Skype. And, Sweet. Uh, just wa waves all day. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> no, I, I never forget the people that uh, that have, have come on and supported me on an episode and, and my growth. So, yeah, if I do ever become successful, I'll be using your artwork um, and no worries for it if I've got the money. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone, get on Patreon and give this guy a dollar. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we need to get anyway, it up. Um, <laughs> We'll talk off camera if that's okay, uh, just for a few minutes, a yeah. uh, little recap. Um, but yeah, no thank, you for your uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Appreciate no it, man. Okay.